What is up, you lovely lurkers? I'm Willie, and he's Scotty. Welcome to the show. Today, we're going to talk about M&M&Ms. M&Ms. New word. Who dis? World's greatest core workout. And there's no time for gym bros. If you like our voices, you can find our faces on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Or getting voted off MILF Manor. Let's lurk. Scott, on brand with what we normally do, I have some things to share with you for the week that we, I mean, we've, we've been chatting now for over an hour before we start the show. We have. Sometimes, sometimes buddies just got to catch up. Um, kind of a somber way to start the show, but I had to go to a funeral today and mm-hmm. I, I miss my friend. Um, but I now have two suits, one for your wedding, which I was like, eh, this this would be the wrong time to bring that suit out. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And then the other one that I bought last year. And I asked so many people, is it appropriate to wear a full suit to a funeral? I thought that was like kind of what was expected. I watched Mighty Ducks 3. They all wore when Hans died. Yeah. All suits. Every high school and college kid had a suit. I didn't have a suit in high school. Maybe. Nah, I don't Birthday think I did. suit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, is that appropriate that for yeah. for a funeral? I mean, if you're the one there, I don't know. I don't know what Kill to say. Kill him with huge dong. <laughs> it's so. Uh, I feel uh, awkward about this whole situation just because funerals are like one of my biggest fears, and it's more like the death part, like the uncertainty and the unknowing and the finality of it all. Uh, but it just puts in perspective that the people that are close to you and the people you actually care about, like, care about them as much as you can while you can. Because you just never know. And yes, you should wear a suit to a funeral if you can. Okay. I wore part of it. I put I put something else on top because I felt self-conscious. And I should have worn the full suit. Anyways, it's too late. The last thing I was going to mention is I get a haircut. On Wednesday, after this show goes out. Okay. And my barber sent me a text today and goes, You get a haircut at midnight? <laughs> no, just the day of Wednesday at noon. Did I say Did I say midnight? No, you said Wednesday. The show comes out on Thursday. Whatever. <laughs> uh, and all, he's, all he did, he saw, he saw that I signed up and he goes, have you touched it yet? <laughs> that's that's I don't know what your level of uh you know relationship with your barber is, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean you must go to one of those barber shops. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I always leave with a happy ending. <laughs> but we're talking about the beard, and I think it's gonna have to stay. Because I, that's your what partner I've been saying. Your partner and my partner were hanging out a couple days ago, and the first thing she said was, you got to keep the beard. It's looking great. Your partner. Yeah. We'll do a 360 review after the show. Just, or, you know, maybe we'll put that on our socials. <laughs> but right. it is looking good. Like, it, I know you were afraid. You were petrified. Petrified. You were... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's it's... 
it's not a thing. Like, I think anybody who's never had a beard before goes through that level of self-conscious where they're like, I can't pull this off. Well, the truth <laughs> is, you don't know. You've either, no. you've never tried or you've never reached a level of depression <laughs> where you just didn't care. So, the, so there's this moment, right? I get to this funeral. Sorry to bring this back up. Oh, God. <laughs> And I'm going around and I'm saying hi to all of these people that I've known. There was like a hundred plus people there that I knew. That's amazing. And I put my hand on the back of one guy's shoulder. That there was so many people there. Not that you knew them all. Like this wasn't a. Yeah, it wasn't about me. Right. (laughs) So so I, I, I put my hand on this guy's shoulder and he turns and looks at me, immediately starts crying, gives me this huge hug and then whispers in my ear and goes, I didn't know you could grow that. <laughs> that's that's a compliment. That's a good compliment, I guess. It's a spark of joy in an otherwise sad moment. Well, speaking of joy and sad moments, Willie, you like candy, right? Um, I'm not calling you out or anything. I'm just saying, like, in general, you enjoy a candy bar, a candy treat every now and then. Chocolate chocolate treats chocolate treats yes okay good and because oh skittles can fuck right off <laughs> i'm not tasting that rainbow uh, it's the only thing i not want once. to taste it's the only thing i can have uh <laughs> <in> my hoodie. <laughs> what do you think of m&ms what's your take i think it's a woke company that needs to go Jeez. uh kick rocks <laughs> oh boy <laughs> All right, well, you must have been wearing a bow tie with that suit because you and Tucker Carlson apparently feel the same way about what has been going on with this Mars company. Little backstory, M&M's decided to change some of the clothing on their candy characters, spokes candies as they call them, and for some reason there was nothing else going on in the news cycle. So, of course, Fox News got a hold of it, blew it totally out of proportion in my opinion. And now we have the story that says they're no longer going to be representing the company in its advertising. The spokes candies are gone. Instead, which, which is which is like oh. the little red M&M, the peanut M&M. Yeah, That's what you mean, you right? Yeah, they're tied to a rocket and things are counting down or they're on, you know, they're all like in those little crazy adventures. Animated Sexy, characters. long leg, promiscuous, uh, <laughs> green M&M. Ooh. That only uh, apparently teach CRT. I don't know. Like, <laughs> That's the like, blue M&M? Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> but anyway, the, the thought process here is that M&Ms or Mars is kowtowing to all the people that they've suddenly offended and instead are going to be replacing them with Maya Rudolph. So Maya Rudolph, the star of Bridesmaids and several SNL. other shows that, yeah, you the, know, that, that little one that's live every weekend. <laughs> I shouldn't have to say, you should know who Maya Rudolph is by now. How do you feel about her taking over or taking control of the M&M's brand? Without knowing too much about this, I, I know we have a link that we're going to share to like a, an article about this where she says that she's excited, excited to take on this new pairing. I have nothing negative to say about Maya Rudolph. Okay, good. Good for her. We're on the same As page. an actress, <laughs> as, as somebody who needs to be able to survive and make a career, she's probably doing 
phenomenal in life. She's she's doing all right. Great. Good for her. Anytime a human being can take up the helm and be the spokesperson for a brand the size of something like this, amazing. J.K. Simmons, what is he the spokesperson of? Uh, farmer's insurance. Exactly. We trust him for our insurance. Because he knows a thing or two. <laughs> Sponsors. <laughs> But M&M's, uh, can I just read what they wrote? Because Please. This is where I take this is where I take issue. It's wild. Their tweet said, "America, let's talk. In the last year, we've made some changes to our beloved spoke candies. We weren't sure if anyone would even notice, More and like... we definitely didn't think it would break the internet. But now we get it. Even a candy's shoes can be polarizing." which was the last thing M&M's wanted since we're all about bringing people together. Therefore, we have decided to take an indefinite pause from the spokes candies. In their place, we are proud to introduce a spokesperson America can agree on, the beloved Maya Rudolph. We are confident Miss Rudolph will champion the power of fun to create a world where everyone feels they belong. My issue is the last sentence. <laughs> go, go ahead. We are confident, confident that this actor will champion the power of fun to create, here's my issue, a world where everyone feels they belong. Hey, angry people <laughs> who don't think everyone should belong, you win, you belong, and everyone else doesn't. I, I'm just going to take a little page out of... Uh... The Billy Madison playbook, that's an Adam Sandler character for everyone younger than, <laughs> I don't know. We still love Billy Madison. He hasn't done anything. <laughs> he hasn't. Yet. No, Adam Sandler's still gold. Uh, but Except for that time he was a student and had sex with his teacher. <laughs> but that Veronica Vaughn. <laughs> oh, I want to touch the tiny. But I'm talking like spokes candies, more like woke candies, Willie. Like we needed to get them out of there in order for everyone to feel invited. I personally, though, like we don't need to harp on this too much, right? We're going to see it evolve as it comes out. Sure. It's going to melt in our mouth, not in our hands. So we just need to let it grow. And the biggest thing I have, though, is that like I think they had a huge miss with the representation Love Maya Rudolph. She's fantastic. But don't you think... Can we say it at the same time? Don't I, you, I, don't you think... I'm in your head. Yeah. we. They had one chance. One. <laughs> you, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Uh -huh. Let's say it at the same time. Three, two, one. Marshall Idris Mathers. Elba. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yours makes way more sense than mine. <laughs> now, Scott, M&Ms might not be inventing anything new, but Oxford <laughs> Dictionary is. Tell me more. This happens. Language evolves. And I think language in many ways needs to continue to evolve. Please. But what that means is because we're in this age of social media, we get to make games out of all the new words that make it into the dictionary. So in 2023, to start the year, 
the Oxford English Dictionary has already added a ton of words, and I want to go through a few of them with you today. Okay. This is a side note. I don't know the answer to this question, but maybe you do, listener, like, who died and made them in charge? Like, why do they get a monopoly on uh, on the dictionary? Well, you see, Scott, when a bank owns land, okay, <laughs> they could just sit on it. <laughs> Speaking of, what is the word agrivoltaics mean that's one of the new pokemon isn't it exactly <laughs> what does that pokemon do what does an agrivoltaic do uh it sh- shocks you with its firefox strike for five hit points or no it aggravate it aggravates people with crt commentary <laughs> oh wait that's a real thing <laughs> no oh <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the actual definition for a second. (laughs) Some of these words get that dumb. Okay. So the definition is the simultaneous use of an area of land for farming and for electrical generation using photovoltaic solar panels. Oh, agrivoltaic. Think think yak farm solar panels. Yeah, the the yaks have solar panels on their back and they eat the grass and they poop the greenhouse grass and the big windmills push it around and runs cars exactly. I get it. yeah i got it have you seen the movie coda the award-winning movie coda you mean the oscar award-winning movie coda yes i have not i unbiased opinion if you can call it that amazing i really enjoyed it you're gonna cry <laughs> i believe you i believe you <laughs> But the word coda has now made it into the dictionary. It is defined as a person who has one or more parent or guardian who are deaf or hard of hearing. It's an acronym, though, too, right? Child of deaf adults. I don't know. We were watching the movie, and then promptly after the movie, I threw up for the first time in 20 years. So (laughs) everything beyond that. That's how good it was. Wow. This one's going to be a bit tough for you, Scott. What is a DAP? A DAP? Okay. Uh, that is the opposite of a WAP, of a WAP. <laughs> Did I get it right? I mean, both. I mean, I, I, women, pay attention. But I, men, always dapping. 100% of the time, dapped. Is that like nucks till you buck? Like one of those things? How many times do I need to tell you? Is it the elbow? We are not gonna. We're not gonna go tip to tip here. <laughs> that's uh. Don't. That's sword fighting. That's in the dictionary too. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> the definition of dap is a casual gesture of greeting, acknowledgement, or affirmation, typically involving slapping palms, fist bumping, or snapping fingers. The more you know. I've never heard of this one. It's called Final Girl. I have. And? Please please enlighten me. Well, it is a horror movie reference to the last usually female protagonist in something like yeah. a Jason or a Michael Myers or a Freddy Krueger. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah. It's always got to be a girl, you know. All the guys are just cannon fodder, red shirts, I guess. But that's kind of cool that this cinematic phrase has made it into the dictionary. Yeah, apparently everybody liked the movie Scream. 
six gangs of New York. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This one is called parasocial parasocial. They don't give, they don't give me the pronunciation so we can make it up. However we want parasocial P A R A. Correct. So that's like parachute or paramedic. So that means it's two socials. <laughs> That's what paramedic means to you? <laughs> two medics? <laughs> Parachute. <laughs> two shoots? Two shoots. There's usually two. There's a there's one and then there's the backup <laughs> there's, one. There's the the, little, the uh, shoot that comes out and the shoot that comes out my butt. Yeah. As I'm falling. <laughs> I give two shoots. Different shoots. (laughs) (laughs) Designating a relationship characterized by the one-sided, unreciprocated sense of intimacy felt by a viewer, fan, or follower for a well-known or prominent figure, typically a media celebrity, in which the follower or fan comes to feel falsely that they know the celebrity as a friend. A stan? Yeah, you might consider it like a parasocial relation. A stan has ah. a parasocial relationship to M&M and M's. Now Maya Rudolph. <laughs> Scott, what's what's your favorite type of pirate? <laughs> Leading question. I welcome. I yeah. I, I played the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> but if, and here's my big name it in an emoji <laughs> what would it be in an emoji uh my favorite type of pirate is one that has eaten the gum gum fruit and now has a body made of rubber it's a is deep that a cut. pokemon That's, no <laughs> <laughs> because oxford dictionary's favorite new pirate is a porch pirate. Oh, those are the people that steal your package. They uh, a person who steals parcels that have been delivered and left unattended outside oh, of on. someone's home. Parcels, jeez, this is an Oxford dictionary, isn't it? It's Reader's Digest. <laughs> They're douchey. <laughs> Do you think that porch pirate should be its own definition? I don't know how the, the the tree, I guess, the genealogy tree of words works, etymology. I feel like porch pirate should be under the category of thief, just like straight up thief. The fact that we need to subcategorize it, I guess, is because it's happening so often that it's such, it has been such an increase in the lexicon of humanity. Sure. But, yeah, I don't know. It sounds better than... Box thief. Or butt pirate. <laughs> that was my favorite type of pirate, by the way. <laughs> I know. All right. Earlier in the show, Willie, I asked if you like candy. And, um, you know, like I said, not calling you out. But I've seen you in person. I've seen me in person. And we we do. That, that's the answer, right? Like, And I can tell because, well... Is it because I literally have a plate of food sitting next to me? (laughs) Uh, uh, No, Uh, 
it's because and lotion for my oh favorite type my of pirate. Goodness, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> uh, what are you eating anyway? During the winter, our uh, our belts get a get a little bit tighter. You know, maybe we have to adjust the loops every now and then. And so I thought I would introduce everybody to what's going to be called the world's greatest core workout. Oh. Now, uh, when you do your core workout, what what kind of uh, what kind of moves do you do? What's your I guess what's your strat? I I mean I work out tend to work out six days a week mm-hmm. on average. But, but and you do core every day. I try to. Yeah, my typical core workout as of late has been uh, start in the standing position. Hands above your head, you lean down as low as you can, you grab the protein powder, and then you go sit on the couch. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you you bend over to the floor, you grab your ankles, and you kiss your ass goodbye because <laughs> I hate I hate core. I do have a real core workout. I'll, t- I'll share it with you later. Yeah, just put it in the show notes. There's somebody else that works out. There's many people, but there's... <laughs> Somebody else just one other. There's one other person. (laughs) Works out. You know who you are. Way, way harder on their core, and it's actually twenty four seven, three sixty five, and that is Mother Earth. And according to Vice.com, the Earth's core has stopped, and may be reversing direction. Now I'm just gonna take a quick little pause right there and let everybody, uh, wherever they're going, either. Type into their, their their map app where the nearest um, grocery store is, Home Depot, <laughs> wherever, and get all their prepper supplies because what I said sounds very alarming. Yes. But as it turns out, this is something that has happened before and will happen again. You see, the Earth's inner core has stopped spinning and may be reversing in a new direction, according to a new study that probed the deepest reaches of our planet with seismic waves from earthquakes. Now, it's a little mind-boggling to try and just wrap your head around that. A little? But it actually happens about 60 to 70, every 60 to 70 years. And they're thinking that this might be why, there's no proof yet, but I hate to say this out loud, but sh- it rhymes with schmeimitschmange <laughs> might be happening right now. All of these climate and geological phenomena happening so close to each other might be because our planet is kind of having its time of the decade. <laughs> yeah, it's time of the millennia. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever, 60 to 70 years. Yeah, the centuries. Yeah. I went a little bit longer because we haven't seen this in recorded human lifetime. Or our lifetime, at least. But apparently it's been happening. It's so interesting. Let me share a couple of other cool Earth facts because uh, us idiots like to share really cool things. And and if you're in the video, you see that I have my James Webb Space Telescope first photograph because it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. I literally cried. Um, <laughs> but... Did you know that the poles also change? Yeah, they reverse. They do a Missy Elliott. They throw their thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Wow, now understand my Did I get it right? <laughs> you did. <laughs> this might surprise you, Scott, 
But did you know that not only does the North and South Pole, like, they'll inverse each other, Mm -hmm. like, they'll just switch and then our satellites are going to be effed, our technology, I I mean, smarter people are working on this, so it's probably not going to be effed. Don't fill your bath. Stop filling your bathtub. (laughs) Jason, stop stop it. Don't. Just don't. But did you know that the poles move every year? Like, there's something called pole drift. It was going to be in the next fans. Fat. I can't even say it. <laughs> it was going to be the, one of the next Fast movies, uh, starring Santa Claus. <laughs> the position of the Earth's magnetic north pole was first precisely located in 1831, and since then, it's drifted north northwest by more than 600 miles. Recently, I think. Th- uh, it's gotten closer to where we all assumed it would be, so that's kind of good news. But lo and behold, it's suddenly just going to be like, ah, just kidding, Uno reverse card. Now I'm on the bottom of the planet. I've got it. I figured it out. Maybe, and just maybe, this is why Fox News has gotten further, further right. Oh, they're following the polls, and why during the Civil War times the two-party system flipped. I like this Solved. theory. You heard it here first. Conspiracy theorists. Boom. Roasted. It's just so weird to think that everything that's mundane from the length of our days, climate patterns that guide our local weather, the, I don't know, moving of the poles are, are coming from a weird metal ball at the center of the earth. Or allegedly at the bottom of the earth <laughs> I'm, at what point do you just need to be like i'm part of the ride there's nothing i can do i didn't sign up for this but i'm here for it buckle up enjoy the ride well scott if you really want to get swole i do for the uh, for the impending apocalypse i've i've seen <laughs> the last of us <laughs> There is a influencer, a gym influencer by the name of Joey Swall. I don't follow him on TikTok, but his videos show up often. The name sounds familiar. Is this the guy and that yells at me to work out every day? No, not that guy. Oh, okay. But that he was the impetus for me going to the gym for the first time. The guy who spits things out and just says, go to the gym? Go to the fucking gym. <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> oh, okay. Now we know no. what Willie said to you. <laughs> <laughs> Motivational videos. What were you thinking? <laughs> well, so Joey Swole on Twitter said in 2023, gyms need to start enforcing policy that if you're caught taking a photo or video of someone without their consent to post on social media to bully, shame, or embarrass them, your membership is automatically revoked and you're banned from the gym. Gyms need to do... I agree with this 100%. But you've seen them. You've been to the gym enough times. You and I went for over a year. Yeah. You see those idiots. I don't think I've ever seen somebody who's that evil. I've seen the videos of it for sure, but those are the types... No, no, not the people taking the video. Oh. We've seen the people that would have been featured in the video. <laughs> Ourselves? <laughs> Correct. Where we're like pulling down on the weights and like flying up to the top. 
<laughs> so fun story for the listeners. Scott, I hope you remember this. But oh boy. our very first time working out at that LA Fitness, mm-hmm. it, maybe not the first time. It was like the one of the first times on our own. It was We were doing a chest day, and we decided to do a decline bench press, which yeah. is a complicated move. It's, and we did it on our first day. <laughs> For people that don't know what it is, it's a bench that's tipped down and you actually kind of like hang by your your ankles and knees and your head is basically almost on the ground. And then you take a bar and try to do a bench press maneuver with uh, however much weight you however think much you can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, compared to a traditional bench press... Uh, it's not as much, <laughs> at least when you're nope. starting out, it's not the same. So Scott and I are trying, we had been trying to work up to like 25 pound plates on either side of a normal bench press, which is pretty standard to get started. If you're there, congratulations. I am now, I, I could probably put two forty fives on each side and I could do a couple of reps and be done. You're so strong. But, but then Scott... <laughs> This is, what, five years ago? I remember you handed me the bar. You helped pick it up, and one rep stuck. (laughs) It was stuck at the bottom. I'm not moving. (laughs) Uh, My, how much you've grown. I'm so proud of you. I was like, kill me. Kill me now. (laughs) Well, if I had just left the bar there, it would (laughs) have... <laughs> Getting back to this story, have you recognized any sort of like ill intent or malice in a gym? Because I know that towards the beginning of a year, like we're getting to the end of January now, and there's a significant amount of people who are like, I want to get back into the gym, but I hate, I hate those people. I thought you were going to say there's a significant people amount of people that will stop going to the gym <laughs> now that their New Year's resolution got too oh. hard and... They're just like, oh, I actually don't want to get strong. I'm going to go back to my M&M&Ms. You just got to follow, you got to follow the Lunar New Year and then you get started a little late. Everything works out. Yeah, exactly. I have many thoughts on this, this whole thing because from a morality standpoint, if I ever saw anybody doing that, I'd probably want to like kick their ass on the spot. So I would actually lose my gym membership too, because I probably would just take a five pounder and chuck it at their head (laughs) (laughs) or at least take their phone and smash it with a really heavy weight just something like that which are all illegal things to do and you would get in trouble allegedly allegedly in trouble but then there's a whole like banning process like we kick them out they're just going to go to another gym so it's kind of like the a shadow ban in sure. a way where you're just driving all the bullies to one gym and hopefully they just record each other and then beat the crap out of each other. So in in a way, I, I support this a lot. They all end up at Lifetime. <laughs> but, ser- but seriously, LA Fitness. I'm not a fan of LA Fitness. Just I want to get that out of the way. Not a spo- Clearly not a sponsor. Not because they don't have good facilities, but no. because of their predatory billing practices. <laughs> I can't fucking cancel you unless I buy a printer which I did, print something out, put it in an envelope, and mail it to your CEO, and they get to choose. Yeah. Anyways. What is this, Deadwood? (laughs) (laughs) 
But they're only... Tr- I don't know what that reference it's, means. It means it's like old AF. Pony Express. Oh. Why is Pony Express the only option to quit your gym? Is LA Deadwood Fitness. what they're going to call my penis when I'm 60? If you drop any of those weights on it, you could be calling it right now. <laughs> but LA Fitness is $25. Lifetime Fitness? 100 at uh, least. Uh, hold on. Hold on. LA Fitness is $25 if you get into the promotional period. $30 if it's non-promotion. Now, if you sign up like a couple, like Willie and I did, it's only $22. <laughs> we did. We we were life partners. That's at, right. At LA Fitness. <laughs> the only stipulation was we had to make out when we walked in. Whatever. It was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Lifetime, which starts at like eighty to ninety dollars a month, at least here in the Midwest. I can only imagine what it's like on the coasts. Is it worth it to let me work it? Put put your thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Yeah, just like the poles. Um, and all you get is a towel. <laughs> that's why we recommend joining Planet Fitness for only ten dollars a month. You can go in and get a great workout th- 24-7, three or four days a week. <laughs> and for a little bit more, just $15 more a month, you can go to any of the Planet Fitnesses that may be nearby. And if you don't like those, anytime you can go to anytime. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Find more of us on our socials, and we'll see you next week. In three. Oh, sorry. Two. One. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this, for anybody wondering, is episode 137, and Scott forgets that we count down. <laughs>